running, guys, because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. We got horses in the back, and we got Survivor right out here in the front. <laughs> we have been... I don't understand the that's from Lil Nas X's uh, Old Town Road oh. song. Ah. I got horses in the back. Oh, you just showed me this. I forgot. <laughs> I am genuinely impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this had to do with LJ, the horse trainer. I'm just LJ, not the horse trainer. Fun. The cute, not hot horse trainer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you have just stumbled into this podcast and don't know what you're experiencing, this is a rewatch podcast and we listen or we watch rather old seasons of Survivor and react to them live here on pod. And we are going through Survivor Kageon season 28 and we are on episode seven of that season titled Mad Treasure Hunt. Yeah, a real banger. My name is Alex. I will be your guide through this experience, and I am joined by two of my friends who've never seen this season before, and one of them who kind of watched it and vaguely remembers the events of the season. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And for no reason other than because how much I love the establishment and organization Outback Steakhouse, where you can get the new grilled pineapple marg, I want to start this podcast with an affirmation of what a great restaurant Outback Steakhouse is. So, Adam, welcome to Outwatch. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) I would only be happier if I had a new Outback Steakhouse grilled pineapple margarita in my hands right now. And speaking of which, why don't you tell me your favorite thing about Outback Steakhouse, Adam? You know, my favorite part of Outback Steakhouse is driving there in my 2003 GMC Envoy. (laughs) (laughs) What really sets the tone for the restaurant for me. What an incredible car. (laughs) (laughs) I still have one. (laughs) Did you know that you could pitch a tent in the back? You can pitch a tent. You can can pitch a tent all over it if you try hard enough. It would really go off if you were trying to go to the Australian Outback. <laughs> and grill In a sexual things. way. Yeah. yeah. I was a little late on that after pitching a tent. We'll take it. That's all right. Emily, welcome to Outwatch. Well, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Hey, why don't you tell me your favorite thing about Outback Steakhouse? I would love to. My favorite thing about Outback Steakhouse is that I have never been there. Whoa. Wait, you've actually never been to an Outback Steakhouse? Yes, and I am not sad about it. You never had a Bloomin' Onion? No. Or a grilled pineapple margarita? Sadly, no. How could you not? I know, we're doing for date night. (laughs) You keep talking over my incredibly funny sound clip. Sorry. I did it again. I'm ready to cry, (laughs) Emily, that you've never been to the wonderful restaurant that is Outback Steakhouse, where they have loaded baked potatoes and (laughs) freshly grilled chicken breasts. Oh, man. As I said during the episode, you know it's a good restaurant when you have to have starving people endorse it for you. (laughs) (laughs) I had to pause the episode when she said that because I thought that was so Nothing like some old school Survivor product placement. It's there's really oh, yeah. nothing like it. So subtle too. Yeah. <laughs> you almost <laughs> didn't notice it was there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really impressive how they do that, advertising the millennials that way. <laughs> hey Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Thanks. How's it going, guys? Fantastic. Okay. Scott, what's your yeah. favorite thing about Outback Steakhouse? 
Well, what isn't there to love about Outback Steakhouse? I mean, the atmosphere, the pageantry, the food. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what a time. My favorite, though, is probably the Bloomin' Onion. How could you go wrong there? Their no rules, just right motto, where you can get anything you want, and it's just right. That is a big mood, and I am here for it. (laughs) Stand on your truth, Outback Steakhouse. (laughs) <laughs> Tell your truth. <laughs> Listen once because she won't repeat it. <laughs> Especially when it comes to Outback Steakhouse. Well, folks, why don't you say, what do you say we take a quick trip down to Tree Mail and talk about what happened in this episode of Survivor Kageon? How you think, how you feel about that? Sounds great. I'm okay with that. We start this episode with Spencer and company returning to tribe after tribal council where Cass flipped on them and they are quite angry at Cass for flipping. Um, She tries her best to defuse it, but he's still pretty salty. Meanwhile, there's a Morgan and Cass feud beginning to brew. Morgan kind of lays around and Cass is not super happy about it. And Morgan's not super happy that Cass isn't super happy about it. At the reward challenge, we have an Outback Steakhouse advertisement, which Spencer, (laughs) LJ, Jeremiah, Morgan, and Jeffro win, getting a delicious meal of grilled steaks. Baked potatoes, <laughs> delicious salads, and the new grilled pineapple margarita. With with bacon. With, with bacon. bacon. Yeah. Do you guys remember how that was like a thing in like 2000, whatever this was? when This, yeah, this was 2013, which means they were about four years late on this trend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> bacon had its time, but this was, it was recent. This was like the tipping point of bacon. This is when bacon peaked. Yeah, yeah. Like around the time the Outback Steakhouse decided, yeah, we'll throw it on a margarita. (laughs) Yeah. I learned some major man points today. (laughs) That's what Jeremiah was thinking when he ate all that bacon. Nothing says man like bacon. That's right. Um, Also at that reward, Spencer finds a paper in his napkin and it turns out to be a clue to the immunity idol. So when he gets back... He goes on a hunt for it. Wu senses that that's what Spencer is up to, and he chases him through the jungle, kind of ninja stealth, as he says it, follows him around until uh, he catches Spencer in the act, and in the act of throwing his pants back to Spencer, the idle clue falls out. Wu gets his hands on it, runs back to camp, and before we know it, we've got a crazy all-tribe treasure hunt where everybody in the t- in the tribe is scouring this area looking for the idol that should have been Spencer's to find. But amidst all the chaos, Spencer does find the idol right under Cass's nose, which is especially great for him after Cass blindsided him last night. At the immunity challenge, we have the stand on a thing and put a block on your head challenge. And Spencer completing his... Uh, huge episode wins this immunity challenge. Morgan has a really, really tough look at Tribal Council where she explains her privilege, and that may have been the nail in her coffin as Morgan is voted out by a count of six to four with the Tony gang 
swinging at her and her being the next to go. Um, that means Scott, one of your own, has fallen. Yep. <laughs> Morgan. Morgan. I don't even know why Cass doesn't like me. It's because I'm prettier than her. Morgan got married recently, guys. Did really? she? Good for her. Yeah. I love looks, like a, looks like a stand-up guy. Happy to hear that. I have no idea how recently it was. I looked up pretty much everyone on Instagram like the other day because I was bored. Dog, you could have encountered spoilers. Yeah, could have. You're absolutely correct. But I didn't. Come on, man. Come on, man. I wanted to look. So we were watching the last episode just now. I wanted to look up Wu because I was like, right now, the way he looks in this episode, which it wasn't that long ago, is very on like in style. He's got the long hair and mm. a little bit of facial hair. I'm like, but you've been on a deserted island. <laughs> he got island now hot. Fashionable. Do you think that Wu was a trendsetter for the the current state of Perhaps, affairs? Perhaps because he wears little man buns. Yeah, too. 2013. So. It wasn't that wasn't like a hot look back then. Not but really, the big question starting to come around right around that. Definitely. The big question was: Was the island cute or island hot? For Candelastos. <laughs> 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 That will determine if I can trust him or not. <laughs> I think if he was island hot, LJ would have voted him out by now. Yeah, definitely. He would, can't definitely. trust that. I trust cute more than I trust <laughs> hot. Oh <my> <laughs> 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 yeah. So there was, a lot. A, there was a fairly what was there was a fairly misogynistic. Oh uh, gosh, it was Spencer. Spencer, what did he say? It was something about estrogen. Yes. He was oh yeah. He was like, yeah, I guess she just let her estrogen get in the way of her mind. Yeah, which like 2013. Damn. Yeah, I was like, get out of here, Spencer. Spencer. You and your six hair. Yeah, that was rough. Sticks out your hair like you've been electrocuted. Going <laughs> <laughs> for the physical insults because I'm upset. <laughs> Spencer clearly emotionally charged himself is the greatest yeah. irony of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spence is emotional because she's a woman, as I am also being emotional. Yeah. <laughs> Tough stuff for Spencer. It's a very Johnny Fairplay comment. Yeah, it was on. It was <laughs> like, uncalled for. It was. That was an unfortunate comment. Yeah, not great. We could, you know, this entire podcast just uh, uh, remark on the things that have happened in Survivor over the years that are now like uh, <laughs> 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 not great. <laughs> All right, yeah. a lot. Anyway. A lot happened this episode. Um, anybody care to share their favorite moment from this episode? Besides Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. Well, of course, that's that a given. One. I just thought the whole, I mean, we just talked about it, but the whole looking for the idol thing was bonkers. Yeah. You had every single person in the tribe. They even remarked, even Morgan <laughs> got up yeah. out of the camp <laughs> to go look for the idol. I'm trying to remember what was the reward challenge. I know it had something to do with throwing steak. It was very on brand. <laughs> yeah. So the it was actually a drinking contest too. So the people whoever right. could down the most strawberry, sorry, grilled pineapple with bacon margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Um, before they blacked out, would win. Right. And they had to make sure to eat the bacon accoutrement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or else it didn't count. <laughs> Taking the hot top bun. Hey, accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> think, think Outback Steakhouse refers to it as an accoutrement? <laughs> Probably. But Definitely. they say it in an Australian accent, which is, how does that go? <laughs> Could you try that? 
Say it again. Say it again. You know, grilled pineapple and bacon and coutremont. See, now you sound I, like yep, Jeremiah. That just sounds Texas. It's <laughs> <laughs> the new Jeremiah. <laughs> I am genuinely impressed. It's sexual. Yes. Oh, oh. Even different voice sounds like. <laughs> Is that the tower puzzle? Oh, it was the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the water teeter totter oh, yes. yeah. okay. and the puzzle. I've been I've been like saying this for a minute, but every time Jeremiah comes up against a puzzle, he just freaking crushes it. Really? I haven't noticed that. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, like, like he knocked this one out of the park, and he's done it before. Where he just like he's just really good at puzzles, and it's I don't know. It kind of comes out of nowhere every time. Yeah, but, man, that, that's anti Jeremiah's brand. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> That's all he's here for. This puzzle. Puzzles. Puzzles. <laughs> puzzles and looking good. Oh, that's what I meant. LJ. LJ's good at puzzles. Jeremiah's. Oh, oh. oh. To me, except yep. that I remember their occupations. I I don't I don't keep them straight. Yeah, I can see LJ being yeah. okay at puzzles. LJ. LJ's good at puzzles. I personally low-key enjoyed like everybody calling Morgan out. Like, <laughs> yeah, she sucks. And she's like, you know, I kinda do suck. <laughs> <laughs> I suck because I've never had to do anything. I mean, uh, I love also, like, I hated, but also, like, laughed at the quote where she's like, I mean, everybody, if they had the choice between being ugly and cute, would probably choose being cute. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, like, why are we talking? Jeff does this from time to time at Tribal where he's like, all right, this, this moment in the show is indicative of a larger societal thing and we're going to talk for a long time about that you know that yeah. this was one of those moments it i feel just, so like she didn't even try to save herself in that moment no. she was just like this is just who i am yeah like, <laughs> it was fascinating to me because i feel like we haven't heard much from her in a long time so yep. i thought she was just coasting but then in this episode it was clear that oh like people actually are quite annoyed by her because she apparently doesn't do anything yeah which kind of came out of nowhere for the viewer at least. But then her reaction to it was so confusing because it's not like she want, I mean, she never seemed like she wanted to be voted out, Mm -hmm. but she also didn't seem to care to stay in the game either. So she wasn't giving up necessarily, but she was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like she was just so apathetic. Yeah. It was weird. Which is a pathetic way to be. Mm. Mm -hmm. True that. I get it. (laughs) 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 you get this from time to time too um in survivor like where it's okay this may not be the most strategically correct choice but we don't want to vote this person out because they don't deserve to be here they are not good and we don't want (laughs) them to end up late in the game and like taint our season that's such an interesting like decision to make Mm -hmm. i feel like i I don't know. Like, yeah, they suck and they don't do anything around camp, but like, you don't have to worry about them winning, winning immunity. Right. Or the game. Or the game. Exactly. So like, why not, why not keep them around? I feel like like, there were some bigger threats they could have targeted. Right. Yeah, definitely. Like the more they're laying around, there's like the less they're actually doing the game. So you definitely don't have to worry about them. Well, and she's not going to be someone who masterminds some like switch in the alliance breaking and everything mm-hmm. like that. Like you just, she she was so passive. Yeah, the the only reason you vote her out is because you're like someone else might play an idol, but like yeah. also that's not a very good reason to just target her. But you also have to like remember, 
like the human element this then too, you know, like these are real people that are really out there that are like actually probably sick of <laughs> dealing with her, you know? Yeah, I bet yeah, they get to the point yeah. where it's just too much. Yeah, and you I'm can game bot things as much as you can, but like I'm sure that if I was out there and there was someone that just annoyed the heck out of me that I had to be with literally 24-7, I would be like, screw this freaking game. I can't be with this person anymore. Especially the more famine you get, like, yeah. as you're just eating yeah. more and more white rice. Like, I feel like my filter would go very quickly. Yeah. Which would probably be why I'm better served commenting on Survivor and not playing Survivor. <laughs> what did you guys, what was your your take on this Morgan and Cass feud kind of seemed to come out of nowhere a little bit. Um, it did seem to come out of nowhere. Yeah. What What were your takes there as far as who maybe is the instigator, whose side you're on? I feel like this is indicative of what you were mentioning about this being a festering issue with Morgan and maybe tensions were high and it was just like, okay, I can't take this anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm more inclined to think that this was more a result of editing than anything. Um, Cause like, yeah, like they were kind of snippy with each other, but I, I think if we watch that uncut, it would just kind of be like, Cass is just there. Like I'm just calling it what I see. And Morgan's getting like personally upset by it. Not like this is not necessarily a festering issue beyond what everyone else feels, you know, mm-hmm. Cass just becomes entangled in this because she just made a big play where she flipped on everybody. So yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of inclined to think that it's and it's it's more a result of editing than an actual like this is the way they feel in the game. But also, like, I'm sure that this is like something they feel mm-hmm. just not as heightened as the editing makes it seem. Yeah, certainly it's it's presented in such a way that it yeah feels bigger than it probably was. And my whole thing with it is kind of like they like. I know that they've got, obviously, they, they're telling a story, like Adam said, like they're editing everything to tell you a story in an hour. So, mm-hmm. like, obviously, like, we're not going to get a whole picture of what exactly is going on. But I kind of my nitpicky thing with Survivor is, like, people will, like, like with Morgan, we haven't heard anything out of her in, like, mm-hmm. three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. So, and then all of a sudden, oh, Morgan's a big problem at camp. Well, how do we know that? Yeah. <laughs> you know? But... So I was kind of more like, kind of like, kind of surprised, but also like not surprised once they got into it. But again, like initially I was like taken aback, like we haven't really heard anything. Why? Mm. The visibility spike, not a great sign for a minor character to suddenly become very visible. I said that Morgan's like an old dog. (laughs) Did you remember that? (laughs) It's like she's sad and pathetic and she pees all over the place, but (laughs) you're like afraid to kill her. (laughs) It's really mean, but also quite funny. Today's podcast sponsor, by the way. Yes. Outback Steakhouse. No rules just right. Go on into your local Outback for a horse burger. They're trying out a new thing. It's horse horse meat. Um, Just like they do down under. No rules just right. We got horses in the back and they are about to be in your belly. (laughs) Outback Steakhouse. No rules just right. Because if we had any self-governing rules, we wouldn't be serving you horse. (laughs) <laughs> i didn't know they made such an animal i i actually really enjoyed this reward challenge um 
it i mean it was very like it, it was fairly classic survivor like here's a obstacle course everyone's got to get through it and then puzzle at the end yep but it was i don't know it was i felt like it was fun like it, it required everyone to kind of be physically present and then mm-hmm. kind of mentally present and it was engaging I, I feel like it's really easy for those to just be like one person like gets ahead and they, mm-hmm. one person carries the team. Yeah. Whereas this, it felt fairly balanced. I really enjoyed the puzzle personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The puzzle was cool. Yeah. It was like different. Um, back at the camp as um, they were off at their wonderful reward, Tony kind of took it upon himself to start looking for that secret power idol. Um while they were away it bore no fruit at that point but um i noticed that he brought the fishing spear out with him to hunt for idols which i thought was a next level idea i always whenever i watch survivor and see people just like looking for idols sticking their hands in trees and stuff i'm like uh yeah (laughs) there's probably spiders in there wouldn't be super thrilled about it Real smart on Tony's part to bring the spear and poke the spear around. Okay, so in the giant uh, free-for-all idol hunt experience, um, basically we, what happens, right, is is Spencer comes back with the clue. Let's talk about the, the clue and the placement first. What was y'all's reaction or questions to or anything regarding this random secret clue that Spencer found in his napkin. Were you caught off guard by this? I mean, if you're asking us if it looks staged or not, it definitely didn't in any way, shape or form. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it just, like, I don't know. It just looks so staged. Like he, he just picked up his napkin in just a way that like the thing fell out on camera and no one happened to be looking. So, Oh, come on. I, I, I just don't. <laughs> I bet it's, he was in his napkin. I bet it was just in a napkin at that place. I bet he just sat down there. I can't. Well, and like I don't. I don't think they chose to give Spencer the immunity idol. I feel like the whole interaction was just a little bit more directed than or the immunity clue. It just. I can usually suspend my belief about a lot of this stuff. That just survivor know. conspiracy. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> 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 that was the worst sound ever. <laughs> I just clicked on I think the one that, that was said the worst sound fart ever. with an exclamation point. That's what it was. <laughs> Perfect for <We're> conspiracy. <laughs> oh Wait, one more time. One more time. <laughs> it's funnier to hear alex laughing (laughs) it's just like (laughs) this is me in my mouth this time and not the clip someone just puts their face as close as possible to a mic and goes (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) probably pretty close right Oh my god! Okay, the reason I think that you think it looks it looks staged, Adam, is they like totally knew the clue is at this napkin, right? They probably randomly just like threw it in a napkin, 
and then they just like randomly walked in. But I'm sure they had a like a camera locked onto that napkin the whole time so that like as soon as there was any napkin action, they had the shot, you know, and it was probably like a lockdown shot. And that's probably why it looks staged. <laughs> nah, it's probably staged. <laughs> I, I don't think I, I I don't think that they gave I, I don't think they were like Spencer, you sit here and then you take that. I think it was like at some point in time they like pulled that person over. It was like, hey, like careful with your napkin. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's just, yeah, like how? How do you so. like hide it in a napkin and then open it up? just at the exact right time, not knowing that anything is in there when no one else is looking at you. And well, it's just branded he, secret messages on his steak. They could have. And they wrote secret messages with sour cream on his baked potato. I think, I think <laughs> it was actually in the grilled pineapple. It just said it. There was a special idol on his, like right above the bacon on his little thing. Yeah. yeah. What was it the grilled pineapple margarita. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> What if they the put potato? What if they put an mm-hmm. idol in the grilled pipe pineapple margarita? <laughs> <laughs> You're just downing it, then all of a sudden you get this big wooden thing, like oh. <laughs> 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 just subtle. <laughs> and then Outback Steakhouses across the country is a promotional serve like hidden immunity idol margaritas. Find all three now. <laughs> 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 Sounds like a lawsuit when it can happen. Then you get a tour of the Secret Outback Steakhouse Factory. Mm. Oh, where they make all their grilled all pineapples. Them. Yeah, they're they're they have little little uh, Joey's working in the factory. <laughs> little Joey's. Whenever, whenever they take people on tour there, uh, and someone dies in the factory, the Joey's do a little song and dance. You know who the plant manager is? You know who the plant manager is? Who's the plant manager? Joey Votto. (laughs) (laughs) I'm genuinely impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Good because his name's Joey. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Anyway, finding and planting clues to other idols or advantages are kind of a common thing at post-merge rewards as well now, so... Um, I think Wu notices it in game and even talks about it where he's like, I know that, yeah, like I know there's probably something out there. Okay. So in the, the mad dash here, the mad rush, um, when Spencer gets back and Wu trails him, what was, um, what were some of the moments that really stuck out that you thought were fun or that someone did something especially well or especially poorly in this segment? I mean... I love Jeff and all, but if we decided to replace Jeff with Wu, I wouldn't be that upset. <laughs> Wu would Wu be all like right. The narrator for actions ever. Yeah, like, that's true. His whole story about like him like just narrating how it's happening. Like I went mean, like ninja skill set. I'm just like running through the jungle. Like, <laughs> Do you remember the character that he alluded his speed to? Sonic the Hedgehog. You mean like this? Boom, Sonic the Hedgehog style. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boom, Sonic the Hedgehog style. That was so fun. That made that whole like segment way more fun for me. Was it, just watching Wu. It was super fun. And yeah, his like narration where he was totally like feeling himself. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Do you think it was the right game move 
for Wu to so kind of like overtly track Spencer and then kind of blow the whole thing up in the way that he did. Was that a net gain or a net loss for Wu, you think? I think Wu is really loyal. And that's the thing that's really going to like kind of bite him throughout the game is loyalty. Like he's just going to be too loyal to the people that he's committed himself to. So when he gets this idol or the, the clue to the idol and he's running away from Spencer, he doesn't stop to consider like maybe Spencer and I can like work together on this. And then I have like dirt on him because he's not loyal to Spencer. So he runs away and kind of in the heat of that moment is like, he tells everyone because he's like, I can blow up Spencer's spot with his alliance and like getting good with my alliance. Cause we have the clue. So I don't know. I, I don't think it was a bad move, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was necessarily like a good move. Emily, what do you think about Wu's handling of this? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as Adam. I think Wu is definitely a team player. And I think blowing it up may have been better than just letting Spencer find the idol, especially because they didn't really know much about the idol, right? So it could have had a lot more power than other right. ones. They know yeah. that one's a special idol. So, yeah. you know, for all they know, they're looking for that one. Right. A special idol. But of course, Spencer ended up finding it anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. it was pretty sly the way he got it too. Like you, yeah, they, they, good. yeah, they showed that whole clip where he's like, he's found it, but Cass is right next to him, so he's just kind of like la di da di da, like holding his hand yeah. against the wall, waiting for her to turn around. Well, and he was like, he, he was like making peace with her, uh-huh. yeah. and Cass like walks away from that, going like, "Yeah, I knew they'd forgive me." And he's like, "She's an idiot." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That whole sequence, so good, so fun. Anybody else that you were impressed with or displeased with in the way that that whole thing shook out? I was displeased with Spencer at first because like it was a torrential downpour and he like decides I'm going to go look for it now. And I'm like, clearly like everyone's like, where's Spencer at? And he's like, Oh, we went for a walk in the middle of a rainstorm. I don't know. It seems like a kind of a weird way to go about it. But then he, like we've kind of talked about, he kind of made up for it and how he obviously got the idol slyly. But also, mm. I was not impressed with his running gait and his overall kind of lanky, weird, <laughs> awkward body movements during his fit of rage. <laughs> <laughs> he is prone to those fits of rage, isn't he? Yeah, aren't we all? But yeah, he, was just kind of, he was just kind of thrashing about, and I was just kind of lat chuckling at it. I love a rock at one point when yeah, he, he yeah. realized that everyone was looking for the idol. Yeah, it was a good moment. <laughs> I was so it was so cringy though, like to be like I put myself in issues, and I was just like so, I felt so bad for him mm. because it's like you know he obviously probably went from like one high to obviously like a really low place in a very short amount of time. Yeah, mm. he is one of the most like um, emotionally expressive survivors ever. I think it's like every emotion that he feels he like wears and expresses so fully. It's like when they win a challenge, he's like, yeah. And when he's annoyed, he says, Cass, zero chance at winning this game. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't, I, I, I can't tell if Spencer is actually a smart player or not. 
How so? <laughs> I just like I'm I'm at a point with him where I realize, and I, I think actually what I realized is Survivor is a game where if you don't have any power, there's like no smart moves to make. Like if if like we're talking about this tight six right now, like where are the fractures in this? Like we don't even like as viewers, they haven't even talked about like who's the final three in that six. Like that's not a conversation we've seen. Yeah, that's true. See, I I read more into that into that like the bottom four than I do the top six and that the bottom four is continuing to vote together in just like losing votes over and over and over again right yeah. it's like they should either flip something or they should just get on board and hope that they like ingratiate themselves in such a way that they create cracks you know but to just right. lose votes and over I, and over is not a good strategy and i think that's kind of my point why i don't think that spencer is necessarily a good player like i think he's strategic but he just doesn't know how to make the moves that he needs to move make like right now what he, like he should be doing what you talked about like he should be like he should be making up with cast like in like sitting down and be like yeah. hey like i'm okay with that big move you made like it sucked that you went against me on that but like, if you're willing to go like us two, like into the final, like let's team up and let's figure this out, you know? Yeah. You haven't really seen him like, uh, steer a move yet, you know, exactly. steer any big moves and early on. I thought he was going to be a bigger player than he is. And he's still big and doing right. a lot. And like, he won a ton of points for you this week, and but he, he won immunity this yeah. week. So like, he's, he's a good player, but like he puts himself in the right position pretty often mm -hmm. but he's not make he's not the one making he doesn't create the position right as often mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think he just he just kind of knows who he should be attaching himself to more often than he knows how to like steer a move mm -hmm. yeah i think that's fair mm -hmm. um and it's it's worth pointing out that this is a normal idol that spencer finds this is not the uh secret power idol it's just a normal old hidden immunity idol, which is still quite good and quite powerful. You got some points for that too, Adam. Congrats. Sure did. Um, in the immunity challenge, this is the one where they stood on a platform and had a block on their head and pushed it up against the like the ceiling on top of them. And if you fall off or your block falls, then you're out. Um long long challenge where spencer and tasha are both up there for like 90 minutes right is the last yeah. like time code we see uh, yep jeff said i'm genuinely impressed genuinely impressed by the two of them and tasha just yeah just barely loses <laughs> to spencer and Spencer comes away with the immunity for today. Scott, did you see that coming going into that game? Especially commenting on his awkward, lanky gait. <laughs> did you see that win coming from Spencer? I absolutely did not. Um, yeah, like when we think of like physical threats, you don't really think about Spencer being able to hold like a calf raise for yeah. however long and balance on his toes. Um, yeah, I was kind of like surprised by it, but also I was like, cool, somebody different one. Like, mm -hmm. that's pretty neat. I feel like we spent like going back to Spencer, like, he spent the whole game kind of like reacting to everything, mm -hmm. and it's kind of cool to like see him finally like maybe get ahead just a skosh in this, in this episode. He has played from the bottom pretty much this entire game. 
from like the how first many, moment. How many individual immunities have we had so far? Is it just two? Let's see. This would have been the. Uh, this would have been the second. Right? This would have been the second. Mm-hmm. Second. Yeah. Because yeah. so, the first yeah, March yeah, episode yeah. was episode last one. Move on. Yeah. Yep. This episode, Spencer won. Correct. Yeah. 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 I, I'm really curious if we're going to have like a dominant person in these individuals. Like there are so many strong players mm-hmm. and, and even Tasha, like Tasha was, was so, really close this time. I really like, wanted her to win. And it, like it, it, it went back and forth. Like there were moments where you're like, oh, Spencer's going to lose it. And he saves it. And Tasha, it's like, oh, Tasha's going to lose it. Nope. She saved it. And you just kind of, it, yeah. Well, they definitely played it off like that. Like they were like, Spencer looks like he's been in pain this entire time. And Tasha just looks like a rock up there. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, Tasha dropped. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spencer wins. Cool. Spencer's like that guy who has never like tried to be athletic because he's never been interested in it. And then he like does something and you're like, dude, where'd this come from? It's like every time he does these challenges, it's like, he looks really good and he's like pretty, he's kind of cut, you know, but I probably doesn't like work out. It's just like, I mean, it helps if you're on a desert Island yeah, for 20 say, days with no that food. That rice you. diet really does it for you. <laughs> that, did, that does help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious to see how this kind of progresses just because if there's not a dominant person in the challenges, it makes like the alliances that much more important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If there were someone to break out a string of wins, who do you think that would be? Woo. Yeah. I, I like, yeah, I, I don't really, I, I think Spencer, he's oddly athletic. I could see him putting a string of wins together just because he's fighting for his life. And so he is, he has to do it. Woo, which is very naturally talented for the most part. Although he went out pretty early in this challenge, didn't he? I think so. It's yeah. really surprising. It's yeah, like you're, you're right. a surfboarder. You should be on your Toes all the time. Right. Um, I just, I don't feel like Tony is actually athletic enough to really <laughs> like outdo the other people. Jeremiah has never really shown himself to be particularly strong in challenges. Mm-hmm. LJ might. Yeah, we will have to see. Uh, Tasha. I'm really interested yeah, to see how Tasha, Tasha does. She's a definitely a contender. Yeah. I, I don't know that I see Cass or who else is. Uh, Jeff, and then there's Trish. And Trish, I think she's just so thin now. Trish, yeah, Trish is strong. She's just not like strong enough. I don't think. Yeah, she's probably lost a lot of. And and I don't think like her her mental her mental game is there to really to really string together (laughs) the other challenges. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Boom, Sonic the Hedgehog style. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, moving into pre-tribal there's lots of talk around morgan um mostly because spencer won immunity it sounded like they were maybe going to target him at first um and spencer's then left with the question too of especially if it's someone like tasha being targeted should he play his idol for someone else he talks about that a little bit in this episode um when do y'all think is the correct time or is an appropriate time for you to burn your idol on someone else because that's a lot of power you're giving up um, in a way that's not directly benefiting you. When would you give up your idol for someone? Is there a time to give up your idol for There's, someone else? That's a good question. Maybe it's never. Yeah. 
I think if you can swing the power back on your side by basically like winning the vote from the minority by sure. playing the idol, like if you can guarantee that, mm-hmm. that's a good move. That's a good play. But it's so hard to guarantee. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have someone on the other try on the other alliance that you trust to tell you the correct information. Yeah, you'd almost have to be like the swing vote almost, right? Yeah. But even at that point, yeah, you I don't just know. choose you're who probably, you vote for. Yeah, you're probably not looking too hot anyway. So well, and even even then, like if he if he knew if if he was like hundred percent sure that everyone was gonna vote for uh Morgan, which he should have been, um, and he played it on Morgan and they voted out Tony. Now they're out of five it's five five? No, it's gotta be five four. It would be four five, yeah. And yeah, he so just bumped you're out. Still, you're still not in the majority, but maybe you cut the head off the snake. So, yeah, you bump I, out I, one I of the best players I don't in the game. Feel like it was a good play for immunity on someone else tonight. Yeah, I don't think so tonight either. I think, yeah, as you were talking, when you know that you can use it to like get someone out that's like a real big one of your big targets, and that means like playing it on someone else, that might be worth it. I think swinging. The balance of power, too, might be worth it, too. If you can kill two of those birds with one stone, it might be worth it. But, yeah, I'm just, like, I was thinking of that. I didn't realize that, like, well, first of all, I don't think Spencer would ever use her his idol on Morgan because that's, like, no. burning it for almost nothing as yeah. far as gameplay goes. But if he would have played it on her, then Tony's gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I think maybe utilizing it in that way to like, okay, we've only got four of the votes we need instead of six. But if we can nail this correctly, we're going to get the person out that we want to get out. And even though you're down four or five there, maybe those five are easily split now that Tony's gone. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Worth noting. Yeah, we said it already. But Tony does receive those next those four votes from Spencer's group. Um, and Morgan gets voted out six to four. Anything from tribal? So did Morgan do herself any favors? You think? No, no. I, don't, I don't think Morgan could have saved herself. Like, yeah, it was probably made up. But what has to be the greatest thing ever is watching Sarah and Morgan live together in voted out village. Ponderosa. Ponderosa. That has to be amazing. That, uh, yeah, probably is pretty funny. All I want in this world. We can stop watching this season of Survivor and just watch these two live together. <laughs> then it becomes Big Brother almost. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, who was the MVP yeah, tonight? What? Oh. Speaking of hashtag, where are the chickens? Yeah, dude, the chickens are gone. They've, so they're totally right. gone. They must have been eaten or they're roaming the wilderness, the Kagianian wilderness. Yeah. Their natural habitat, fun fact. Yeah, they've been eaten yep. by wolves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who wins your MVP from tonight's episode? Scott, you want to go first? Sure. Um, I'm probably going to just take the, the low-hanging fruit and say Spencer. Fair. Um, just because he won the, obviously got the immunity idol. He maybe didn't play the, getting the immunity idol the best way. But he still got the immunity idol, and then he was able to obviously win. Um, you know what I'm saying? The immunity, immunity. challenge. Yes. Didn't yeah, vote correctly he got- though. He went down with a sinking ship. 
I, I just have such high hopes for Spencer. He also like he did he had, he netted me four and a half points. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't even vote correctly. That's true. He, big time fantasy player. <laughs> <laughs> he's not pulling out W's on the field, but he's getting them for you in the fantasy league. Exactly. Perfect. That's really all that matters. Emily, who's your MVP? I'm gonna try and be creative and maybe say Woo. I think Woo's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair choice. He tried to shake things up, you know. Mm-hmm. Did cause else? pandemonium, kind of made Spencer a bigger target, most likely. Won a reward. Voted correctly. Yeah, okay. Yep. All these things. This is great. Cool. I um I am confident I'm, choice. I'm tempted to change my vote now. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer is the the shoe in though. Great episode for Spence. I think, yeah, Spencer Spencer is a really good choice, as is Wu. I think Wu is a great choice, given what he's done for the social aspect of the game. Um, and then just to kind of throw a third person out there, I'm going to throw it to Natasha, who so close to winning that immunity challenge. Yes. I think that if she can figure out how to break up the big six, she's got a real shot at this game. Yep. Survived in an episode where she could have very clearly been the one voted out. As a strong yeah. member of the Minority Alliance. Yeah, and arguably should have been, given that she's such a strong member. Right? I think that yeah. if, yeah, they weren't so in their feels about Morgan's annoyingness, that Tasha's probably the vote there. Yeah. Yep. All right. What do you say we get to our fantasy update? Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. All righty, let's let's start with the previously third place team, Scott's RN Jesus squad. You uh, pulled out four points. Yes, four points today from Tony, Morgan, and LJ. You even got a point from from Morgan for um doing something. Was she on the reward? Do we get a point for the reward? Oh yeah, she was. She won the reward. Go Morgan. Yeah, so you even got a point for Morgan with her her dying breath. Morgan. Um, Morgan. uh, Dara's second win, you also got four points, led by a strong two from Jeffra because she voted correctly as well. Nice work. Um, And then... um, Dude, I'm confident in my scorekeeping, but I always, like, when I'm just looking at the numbers here, I always forget what they're for. Um, Jeffrey so, won the reward as well. So she voted correctly and won the reward. That's why you got yeah. two from her. And then Adam, you pulled off a whopping, uh, let me do some quick math, five, eight seven, eight and a half points yeah. today. Oh. Led by four and a half from Spencer. As we've laid out, he won individual immunity, won the reward, found an idol, and survived. Big night from Spencer. And let's not forget about your two points from Wu as well. And so that means that, Scott, you're down an extra member. Coming into this next episode, you'll be down to just two tribe people. And the scores on the board right now in third place are in Jesus Forever Main is at 24 points. In second place, Dara's Second Wind is at 27 and leapfrogging the competition. Earlobe Tribe is at 31 points. Yeah, I got you right where I want you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Big two people left. Yep. 
Adam, what are you thinking about where you're at right now? You've got a commanding four-point lead, and you have the highest remaining tribe members left with four. Yeah, I I feel pretty good. The problem with my remaining tribe members is I have Spencer, Tasha, and Jeremiah, who are three members of the remaining majority or minority alliance. Which means they need to make plays if I'm going to stay alive in the fantasy game. Um, I think that's my that's my only hesitation. Really, is like I th- three of the, three of the people on my tribe are minority players at this point. Do you think you got the winner on your tribe? I'm really not sure. Mm. I feel like I have a good feeling about Tasha. Okay. I mean, really early on, I said Spencer. I know that. And I feel like if he can figure out how to make a big play and do it, he could make it to the final. I think of the people I have remaining, those are my best two bets. All right. Emily, do you think that there's hope for Dara's second wind? I want there to be hope. (laughs) I am nervous looking at Cass, Trish, and Jeffra because... They're, I mean, they're all part of the majority alliance right now, which is good. Mm-hmm. But they aren't, I mean, except for Cass a while back, they aren't really the ones making moves. I guess Trish seems pretty influential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she might be able to pull out some interesting plays, but... Yeah, I feel like I feel like Trish can kind of, like, make her way through the remainder of this game just because she's aligned herself with the correct people. Yeah. Great head on her shoulders, too. She seems to be the yeah. one keeping some crazy people under control. That's true. Mm-hmm. Jeffra, I don't know about her. She seems to just be going along with whatever is the most powerful, which is fine. Hey, you know, you get uh, more points or more money the farther you last. So she's just eking it out, getting that money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get that money. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Outwatch today. Make sure that you subscribe to our feed so you don't miss an episode because next week, uh, not only do we have a normal episode, but it's time to pull something out of our podcasting bag of tricks. <clears throat> next time on Outwatch. <laughs>